What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Top Row Podcast. We are back. Um, Shizlinski, your host, the Black Hole Hogan's here, along with E Dukes. No longer Big Show. He is Tama Tonga now. And we got um Karu out there in Brooklyn, still out there in the hut of all things. And today's episode is brought to you by Anchor to give us the platform that we got podcast have me here on the Anchor Podcast. Um give us a couple of assistance to make to make our podcast happen, to add the you know the intro song into the mix. It helps us get to the other platforms, such as other podcast outlets, which we're going to be explaining, and make a little sponsorship money on the side. Don't believe me? Try it out for yourself. You can download it on iTunes and Google Play Store, or you can go on your um, laptop, computer, and tablet, www.anchor.fm. Um, also, please follow us everywhere on social media and other outlets as um, as here at Anchor Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Off the top rolls, all in one. What's up with y'all, boys? What's going on? Happy Saturday, folks! Happy Saturday. <sighs> Enjoying the good day, motherfuckers. Enjoying the good ass day, man. Well, let's just get into it for last night's Friday Night SmackDown. Um, over this segment, we get Renee Young at the ring with tables and chairs and um, contract on the table. She's she Sheamus and Jeff Hardy out. Jeff Hardy comes out with a physician, guards, and a black barricade wall. Oh, God. So, as we're going to find out later on. Seamus wants insurance due to Jeff Hardy's past, and before he signs, he wants to do a urine test. <laughs> He's not going to fight a junkie, apparently. And, of course, Jeff Hardy does the whole traditional telemarketing scheme. My name is Jeff Hardy, alcoholic. <laughs> Hardy cuts a promo on his redemption that have followed his stupid urine test nonsense, so he goes in with the physician in that little cubicle box and takes it. Seamus takes more shots at him. Um, if I was a physician to go and handle his business, then Seamus does this whole dare shot. Me, you know, me, this whole D A R E shoot. Remember those things from back in the day, the whole drug awareness shit? <laughs> yeah, that you try to put the same shit with that shit too. Ha ha. Jeff Hardy does his urine sample and shit like that. Seamus takes more shots until Jeff Hardy just gets pissed off and he's like, you know what? You're going to be pissed on. And then grabs his old urine cup and throws it in his face. Mm. She was then shocked and disgusted, and then he hit the crowd in the background. You got pissed on, <laughs> but of course they have to sure. edit out the piss part. Um, Jeff then signs his contract and gets off the ring and leaves. Sheamus in the ring, disgusted, disgusted, and just ugh. But goes into commercial break. Mm. Two things I have to say about this: number one, they're really taking this thing to the extreme, especially with this whole Ronald Reagan approach. <laughs> this is how I felt: is say like, kids say no to drugs. Like, how does alcohol have anything to do with this? I mean, ugh. and don't you have to be taking blood in order for you to see the alcohol level in that urine, dumbass? But I guess for the urine part, it's all because of the pill popping situation. Um, Seamus was hilarious in this. 
as much as uh, as much as he was a shitty heel, he still is a shitty heel. But it's more effective here more than anything now. Now you're really poking holes into this thing. You're really gonna take it into the drug re- drug rehabilitation process. Crew, this is something that you could be familiar with. I know you want to speak about this. So I didn't I didn't totally agree with the whole approach to this, but at least at the end, Jeff Hardy still got that. But and then I know it's a one big ass flaw. Now, for people like me that are smokers and shit like that, of course it's a good thing that they're here and you'll see it, you'll know the same when you go to the bathroom. And that cup right there was not no dirty urine at all. It was apple juice. <laughs> so, because you look at the texture and the style of it, and then if you know, if you go to the bathroom and you go and you in, intoxicate a lot of marijuana into your system, then when you go to the bathroom, your urine is dark as shit. Hence why we drink a clean, you know what I'm saying, it cleans out, it cleans out the urine bloodstream. So when it came to that, I I was disgusted, but I laughed because I was like, "That's apple juice." Because there's no way in hell that you're gonna tell me that Sheamus would not, I mean, that they would have signed off on this, and Jeff Hardy would have been totally okay with that shit. Definitely not. Even if you would have put a cube to try to block it, that's so damn stupid. <laughs> Imagine if there was a crowd there and kids was involved. Come on now, you didn't want to do this shit in front of the kids. It was the only way that it was escapable to even doing that bullshit ass part. I couldn't even get this a fucking break. Because like I said, it, it's just it tackles, you know, Jeff Hardy's past, but it goes into a deeper situation when it comes to the situation with wrestling itself and drugs and alcohol. And this is how people sometimes would get by. Well, back then, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s and shit like that, but now uh-uh, they have to crack that shit down after so many unexpected deaths that happened. So that, that's what I want to say about that. It's 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 kind of disgusting what WWE is doing. And then now what WWE is about to do behind the scenes is gonna be even more sickening. Uh, so a lot of characters right now are in jeopardy. A lot of characters from both shows are in jeopardy. I just hope and pray they don't try to reach into NXT and try to do the same thing. Let's just hope and pray that they don't. Uh, let's just hope and pray that they don't. Because this is what's one sign right there that I know is this must be the change of the guard. No wonder why this man made that announcement and did, and did what he did. And what you're going to see happening on Monday, you're going to be pissed. And I'm going to be even more pissed tomorrow. That's all I gotta say about that. Karu, you're gonna go second. Duke, you're gonna go third. So that segment, I it was I was disgusted by it. Um, it's like they make it. Fun, I got and I said this before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a whole fan of making fun of people who are dealing with substance abuse because in my daily profession, I have to deal with that a lot, especially when it comes to kids. And that shit is like an emotional toll. So I don't understand this whole logic of making fun of Jeff Hardy. I know Jeff Hardy consent to it. I know, you know, this is what he wants to put out there. But it's just like, come on, man. This shit was tasteless, disgusting. Like, even I know it was fake urine. Because even my, my 10-year-old son was like, Dad, he threw pee on it. I'm like, no, CJ. It's, it was just apple juice. It wasn't real urine. Right. Um, <laughs> so this thing was like, this thing was stupid. It was disgusting. 
And I'm not really looking forward to this match, to be honest with you. I don't even know what's the logistic of it. They're trying to make Sheamus this bully hill. And it's just a dumbass story. Like, what the fuck? Making fun of somebody with, with drugs and alcohol? Like, come on, man. That's nothing to be played with. That's nothing to, to joke around with. Because people actually die behind this. Right. Uh, Jeff Hardy's lucky that he had, a, he had a fourth opportunity to continue to wrestle, continue to do what he thinks he do. Imagine if somebody... Who had a regular nine to five? He would not get a fourth chance to have his job. Mm. This shit is just stupid. It's dumb. I, I can't. I'm not even gonna rate this. They, uh, this is just pathetic. You know what I'm saying? the whole drug enforcement shit that they be doing for um for jobs and shit like that. We're ready drug testing and all that. Exactly. I mean, so this is anybody with that, they would have lost their job. The universe, they just what the wrestling universe. Is what it's used to, but now it's being pushed out to the mainstream because of that D A R E shit that he that he shoots. That's when I was like, "You're really pulling some Ronald Reagan shit out your ass!" Wow. <laughs> well, meanwhile, y'all dumb motherfuckers are the one that's bringing this shit into the fucking country anyway. <laughs> so let's not fucking go there, Dukes. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry to say it, but no, go ahead. <sighs> Oh uh, no 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 no! I, I'm trying to. I'm trying my hardest, try to um, get this get this out there as much as I can. But at the end of the day, what Jeff Hardy is actually, what the whole WWE is actually doing, is this dog and pony show. No, no, it's more so of everybody. Everybody's being put out there as oh oh Jeff Hardy is this Jeff Hardy is that but knowing the 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 things of what WWE is most likely successful at is bringing someone is bringing the wrestler down nine out of ten times and this man is the is the brains and the mastermind of doing that. There is not nobody in their right mind who would legit sign off on that. Unless Bishop Man sit there and tells them this is good shit. <laughs> Trust me, it's gonna be good shit. We're gonna get high ratings. Go get high rates on this. He needs a high rate. We all he, know he, yeah, he needs a high range right now because apparently Raws are in the slumps. And obviously what I talked and about no, earlier, that's why we, the whole new regime effect of Monday is going to be so fucking weird that now what's going to happen to so many to so many rising stars? What's going to happen to so many other people's no, careers now? In the rain team, it's not, no, it's not merged into one. And no, no, here's, here's a kicker that I'm legit about to say. Bishop, man, you're really going to make AEW just win. And what I mean by that, I mean straight up, you're going to make really your greatest, co- basically not even AEW. I'm talking about Ring of Honor. Impact, MLW, any wrestling promotion that's not with WWE, you're going to have to win. 
And here's the reason why I say that. You took away probably the greatest mastermind that actually can help you help you get more ratings. You took him away. And, and sorry to say, fans, I'm talking about Paul Heyman. Once you get rid of Paul Heyman and you put, and you put in Bruce Pritchard back there, just to, let me remind you what's going to happen. All the Russell, all the Russells that that was being pushed. Let's see what happens now. And I'm talking about the Alice of Blacks, Ricochet, who was being buried because of Vince. Cedric Alexander, who was being buried by Vince. Arthur Carrillo, who was being buried by Vince. Shayna Baszler, who was being buried by Vince. Every single thing that's going on, let's see what's going to happen to them. This the ones crazy. that Paul Heyman, the Paul Heyman guys. And knowing that, we might not even see Brock Lesnar. Newsflash, everybody. He ain't coming back no more at, after this. And for the whole, and let me, let me bring it back to Jeff Hardy. Now, Jeff Hardy sickens me. Just to sit there and know that you're bringing urine into a wrestling ring. Quote, unquote, urine. Who cares? Like, who really cares about that? You feel me? Like, do I really want to deal with People and they and they life, they lifestyle. So every single thing that Jeff Hardy has done in the wrestling, when he came back, and every opponent is all about his drugs. It's all about his drinking. Remember, he had countless matches with CM Punk. What that was about. His drinking and his drugs. Straight as a Samoa Joe. Yep. Samoa Joe. Drinking and drugs. So even some part even some part of Edge when they had that little rivalry. Some of the things that Edge was talking about was his drinking and drugs. Even stinking Kurt Angle back to NTNA. When you look at their rivalry, drinking and drugs. It's but, like, but but, but, it's, his, but it's like no matter but, where he goes in any company, they're gonna take that little bit of essence of his past and they're gonna put it into a storyline. It's not just WWE doing it; it's all the other the companies crazy. that have been doing this shit, except for Impact when they do the whole narrow Hardy shit. They never include that shit into that. But but no 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 no. But here's the thing. But the thing was with the whole. WWE and that impact, at least when impact, he was we saw those we saw that match we was intoxicated against when it was Jeff Hardy versus Sting. After that, he he was clean and and had to prove himself. What he's doing right now. Take a look at it. He he's shown that he's clean. He's shown that 
he's doing this. But yet, what they keep doing, they keep bringing up his past. I don't see no one else doing that to him. I don't see no one, I don't see another wrestler sit there and bring up things on a constant like that. It's tiring. You already lose wrestling fans from this. And people seem not to realize that. And right now, you're already about to lose your own wrestlers. Because I know they're probably sick and tired of hearing it. They probably took a time of and it's like a time of the changes that's going yeah. on backstage too. Like now you're putting people's eyes in limbo. They gotta look at their contracts and say, damn, I'm exactly. here how many X amount of time? You know, and then I gotta dig through this shit now. And so what am I gonna do now? How am I gonna feel? Every everybody's now in limbo right now. Mm-hmm. So we we'll take a look at it. We might have to do another podcast about like yo. We might get another Black Wednesday coming up. And that's the thing that might be scary about it. Another Black Wednesday is coming up. And next you know, we might have to do a little a special broadcast because we may never know how many wrestlers that might leave or might get fired because of this. And it will be another... One one loss from WWE will be another another wrestling promotions game, and I'm sorry to say it. If that's another wrestling promotions game, and they'll be utilized to the way that we'd love to see them being utilized, it'll all be a matter of time before WWE be ba- to be bankrupt, and all these lawsuits that Vince McMahon is going through. I feel bad. That's all I gotta say on that one, dog. The whole Jeff Hardy just make me feel, made me feel sick. Well, we're gonna move forward from there before it makes us even feel more sicker. Cuts the backstage after the commercial break. Um, Sheamus is trying to wash his face and wash his mouth off. The physician comes in and gives him the news that he passed. And Sheamus is pissed off and throws and tools a tip of tantrum in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Go to the first match. New Day versus Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura. Before, when they got in the ring, yes. Finally, there's a fucking unity showing in that fucking backstage. Kudos to the both of them for kneeling and you know, for the kneeling and for the black power fist pump. Black lives do matter. I get that whole opening of fucking A. Nah, man, we need we need, we need to see that in WWE. We need to see that in, in, in wrestling right here, right now. I'm like, no, this needs to hit every fucking where. This movement needs to hit everywhere, to the jobs, to every fu- every fucking where. Needs to be doing this shit to some degree. I don't give a shit how they may look at you afterwards. You gotta stand by your, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta stand by your shit. So kudos to the both of them. But back to the match. This match was eight minutes. Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura gets the unexpected win after um Kofi Kingston tried to do a frost press from the top, but he gets caught in midair and and get the knee crush into his abdomen, to his stomach. And Shinsuke escapes away with a win. Can we see um three four twenty-five stars? That's the great I would give it. Um good match, solid in ring. But um 
I think they're just the fillers. Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, I think they're just the fillers for the Forgotten Sons right now because they're controversial shit that's going on backstage. Mm. Because you want to look at it right here, right now, and mm. going into backlash, SmackDown titles is not even being defended. If they are, it's probably going to be on the kickoff show. And who would they even face? They haven't even have a match right now as far as tomorrow's preview goes. So I'm guessing they had to took a fact because of what the uh, the forgotten sons had gotten had gotten involved. Well, one of the forgotten sons, um, Striker, whatever whatever his name is, put out a controversial post. Um, in the locker room was kind of like really rebelling against them, and he got some serious heat on him right now. So that's affecting their push. So that's their substitute. That's all we gotta say about that. I think this is just gonna be a clear punishment. And that watch Cesaro and Shinsuke are going to be pushed as a tag team. And we're going to see more matches coming out of them because of what the hell they did. And watch they're going to get a title shot against New Day. Watch. I bet you. Because if the, the Uso is not win. there and Miz and Morrison is already doing their own thing in the main events, in the main event spot, how many tag teams on SmackDown do you have left besides Harry Machine that's already part of the Money in the Bank storyline right now? Which I'll talk about that later when that actually transpires. I got nothing else to say. Crew, go. Mm. So I love the opening segment with the new day kneeling with the, the fists in the air. That right there, Black Lives Matter. Shout out, they was also wearing the armband. Yes, uh, I was just gonna say that too. Uh, what's Brianna, that, what's that girl who who passed away. Brianna, yeah, Brianna, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor, and then the the other what's the other? Shikiri, yeah, Shikuri. Shikuri. Uh, uh, I can't say her name, but yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that right there, right there, that right there was good. I love seeing that. And we need more. Um, and, you know, and we especially I, need like more I, of that black wrestlers and the black athletes in wrestling right now. They need to really you use use that platform and really say, yo, I want to go out. I want to do my fist pump to support my people. Is that going to be okay? If not, I'll take whatever fine that you give me. I ain't gonna be no Yo, listen, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> there shouldn't, be, there shouldn't no be no fine, but someone's gonna tell me that they're gonna try to use it as a casting. Just I me mean, because the WWE can't actually find people mm. for smoking marijuana twenty five thousand bucks. I mean, um, twenty five hundred bucks. Excuse me, not twenty five grand. Otherwise, niggas would not even do that shit anymore. Excuse me, I use a bad word. Um, yeah, I just figured like. Also, I meant to, go I meant to say this. Nah, go ahead. My All fault. Right, sorry. I was about to say, because funny how WWE is capitalized on this moment because they it was posted all over social media, um, the entrance of the New Day. I've seen it on all the WWE sites and everything, and they're using it mm-hmm. as publicity. Plub, I can't even say the word. Publicity. So they're using mm-hmm. that, which is, you know, yeah, they actually, they doing that. So I can see, you know, WWE being a cash cow. And I just don't really understand what's going on, not to divert from the whole thing that's going on, um, situation, but my thing is that black lives they do matter. But I wanted to go back to the match Dog. actually at hand. Um, why is New Day being set up for to lose against the prof- the professionals, um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro? Which I don't understand. As you said, um, Lansky, that they're gonna end up losing. Well, they didn't lose. I guarantee they're gonna end up um, being beaten for the tag team titles. 
and they're gonna put the belts on them. I just had the strange fucking feeling they are gonna do that shit. Watch. Right. But in regards to the Forgotten Sons, that but then I remember when they did that promo, it came out. Wasn't that promo they did? It had like a warning viewer discussion advisor, something like that before the promo came out? Or was it after then they put that warning on? I think it was after. Because I, 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 I can't really remember because they don't normally do something like that. So my thing was that was, was for them to do that to get them this push because it clearly backfired in their face. I mean, I say so because if you really look at it, um, the locker room is really multi um ethnicity in there. So there's a lot of people that would really... Go against that, and then you see what the fucking president, I mean, the president is fucking doing. I don't give a shit if you, I mean, I don't give a shit if you are in the Navy. These people, they got to use common sense when it comes to this very sensitive topic. And most white people are not really going to fully understand until when they really, really read history and really learn the fucking facts. Like, straight up. This has been going on for 400 plus years. You know, people has been fucking sick and tired. People have been keeping their mouth shut about this since they were kids. Probably have witnessed some shit firsthand like I did. Or probably you have. Or dudes have. God knows who else. This is the time. And even right here, right now, there's still cops that's out there still doing this shit. And I just released a video just the other day. I'm like, and this is still going the fuck on? I thought they would have been like, yo, let's see if the fuck fire. But no, they're going with it. This is really about to turn into some bigger shit. These people need to stand as one, and whoever that is opposed to that is going to have to be black boy or, or outcast. But we all know a one Vincent King McMahon supports Donald fucking Trump, so you already know what you're going to be facing against. I don't think people, yeah. I don't think people are willing to be built like that to be going into the courtroom to really go to really be going through all this shit. You see, I mean, like you see how many people have sued the WWE as Duke said. Over the last 30 fucking years, and certain shit was swept under the rug or paid off or blacklisted. This is systematic racism right here at WWE, right here. Live and in color, if you really look at it. Vince McMahon is Donald Trump right now. Boom. He, uh, he's not stepping the fuck. Yeah, he's not yeah, stepping the fuck down bro, until when the fuck he dies, and he, and whoever is gonna be next is probably gonna have to clean up a lot of his fucking mess. And it's gonna it's gonna be hard to come by. I really hope it's Triple H, but it, you know that's not it. Mm-mm. It's gonna be Stephanie, but Duke. I think he got the Duke. I think he got the floor. Yeah, go ahead. My fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to say it, but like, yo, we all agreed that whole new day, um, doing it for Black Lives Matters was was legit the best thing to do. Because you take a look at it for right now, you have, a, all right, NXT. You have Keith Lee. Oh, bask in that beauty. <laughs> yeah, like I said, and and NXT you have Keith Lee, SmackDown, New Day. You have New who's Day. Gonna be, who's going to be on Raw doing that? Yep, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere he's going to be next. It, it, no, if it ain't Apollo 
it will have to be well, Lashley I'll say the MVP, MVP before Lashley. Just on, on, but you may never know. If if you have MVP doing it, Lashley's gonna probably take it in as well, or you yeah. probably have the street profits if they're not doing yeah, nothing that. stupid or goofy. But but this whole match, uh, I'm sorry. I'm giving that whole match two shits a toasty flushed up. Because at the end of the day, as you take a look at it, yes, it's good to know that it, it's good to see, and I've been saying this, Cesaro and, and Sinshka as a tag team. I've been saying that for the longest. Cesaro and Sinshka as a tag team. But it's just the simple fact that you lose. Do they have lost to them? Basically, that opens up for them to be in, a tag, in that tag team division, which is shallow for right now. So they try to bring a new tag team in, a new tag team like like them, but you said it, you said that this is a little squash match for the God's sons. Now, love it, and I'm saying this right now to, to all the listeners. We might see only two out of the three for God's sons, because the main one who who posts those tweets might get yeah, fired. Right. Nope. <laughs> if not. He's probably being backed by he's yes. probably being backed by Vince McMahon, and we all know since since and and I think it's one listen, little thing. Vince McMahon Donald and Donald Trump, Trump are buddies and shit it, like that, Vince and they have wrestlers in that locker room that actually supports the president. You know they're being fucking protected. Period. Oh yeah, and wait, 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 wait. And here's a, and here's a even more craziest craziest fact. Before before Donald Trump was a president, he is a WWE yes, Hall of Famer. Pony show. <laughs> like he if you really take a it. look at it, you just put a rapist. He has a really done me, in the wrestler Hall of Fame. <laughs> so that makes it even worse. But yet you can't let a person who technically died on their watch in 1999 in their Hall of Fame and now I understand why their family don't even want them even in there. So, <laughs> like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, come on. I'd rather have Owen be in the professional Hall of Fame than dog and pony show right now. Like, I'll park this. And this is the thing that I was, I was sitting there thinking about it. Yep. Look, WWE, you put Donald Trump in the Hall of Fame, who really exactly. hasn't done anything in the WWE. I'll rather besides, put, wait, wait, wait. Rather besides only hosting two or, WrestleManias <laughs> in the very beginning of where WrestleMania like first started. That's the only thing that Donald Trump did. Other than that, he didn't really do shit. And they only had that WrestleMania at the same location twice. Like I said. In two consecutive years, which made it even more funnier. I think it was WrestleMania like, 4 and WrestleMania 5, I think it was. Because WrestleMania Six was in um, was in Toronto, was in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, at the Sky Dome. And like I was, like I said, try to say, I'd rather put Shaq or Dennis Rodman. No, 
hell, even Carl Malone, you know, in a WWE Hall of Fame before I put Donald Trump in. Because here's the reason why. And WCW had a Hall of Fame. You can definitely do that. But even though WCW was bought by WWF, WWE, nah. he at least acknowledged that. Shaq, I'll put this. Shaq even Shaq should be well deserved in the Hall of Fame. Just pulling out there. But but this whole tight thing is 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 trash. It's like yo, y'all putting you're basically I know like yeah, it's good to know that our your tag team champ your champion and yet you're supposed to lose a couple top to top. But just to lose and next you know now you're putting Cisco is all in the tag team picture. Now now when for God's sons come out there, where y'all trying to make that to a triple threat? Or y'all to lose the titles to Sisuke and Cesaro, and then it'll be it'll be those two versus God's sons. Either way, it's it's not feeling it's not feeling good. Something don't feel right. And that whole tag team the whole tag team division need a fresh start. And I'm sitting, and I know, I know Jimmy Uso is probably hurting right now. He's probably getting his knee ready for next year. I'd rather for the Usos to come back and they lose to the Usos because it'll be that rivalry, even though they, they had that rivalry, at least I feel comfortable enough to know that. And I have something more to go with Miz and Morrison, but I'll wait for that later. I got something for that ass. Hey. And, and, and something for freaking Braun Strowman. Miz and the new music video debuting tomorrow. Don't forget. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. I forgot. Ms. Morrison's manager, Karuba. Bro, we moving forward. Hey, hey. Custom backs, please. Tuck it, tuck it, tuck it. Heavy Machine, we are back. Ready for the main event. Tuck it and try to te- um, test his, um, oh, his five senses smell. The five senses of, of, of a human being. His hearing rings a bell. Smell. You put some back, um, burger patties in front of him. Touch. Mandy Rose's kiss. As it comes out of nowhere. It gives, um, Gets her oldest's briefcase and wish them luck uh, and wish them luck. Walk away, and opportunity strikes tonight. Tonight could be the night. Meanwhile, their party is shameless. They're brawling until officials come and break the whole shit up. Cut it to me. I mean, cut it to cut it to cut it to cut it to commercial. I kind of wish we would have seen. At least like a little glimpse of Jeff Hardy walking somewhere, or Sheamus walking trying to go find Hardy or something. At least it just run into that. I felt like, whoa, where the hell did that come from? Then they could have brought all over the damn place. They kept continuing on. Um, I get that thing to see, whatever. It was decent at best. Come back for commercial break. We get the Intercontinental Championship history and the history of the Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles leading up to that moment. I love this. Has made me love the IC title, but I mean, it just rejuvenated the love for it. Cause I was a huge Intercontinental Championship match fan. Like all the Intercontinental Championship matches were, like I said it before, and I say it again, they were the workhorse title 
And Shawn Michaels even said that was like the workhorse title in the company. So you put that up, then you're then then your second tier. You're the workhorse mm-hmm. trying to get ready to be the main event. You know what I'm saying? Like this is your practice run right here, right now, to try to see if you can actually be able to handle the pressure and then the extra pressure that amounts to it when you become world heavyweight champion and what that comes with it. So I love that. Like that's like a stepping stone for most people. That's why I'm always a mid card guy. All the mid card guys and all the mid card matches are worth your time in observing and watching because you're going to see future stars being born in those matches. Straight up. Leads us to the second match. Oh no. my God. I Intercontinental Finals. 40 25. Minute well, it was 25 minutes because Ooh. the 15 minutes was me, was for me, was for commercials. But yeah, I get your point. But AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, the Intercontinental Championship Finals. This was a fucking wrestling clinic. Fucking wrestling clinic. Five fucking, five fucking flames. Standing ovation. I should have tear last night for once. 25 minutes when you actually watch it with me with no commercials. It was 25, it was 25 solid minutes. But because of because of the commercials, it was definitely 40 minutes. So yes, screw you were right. Um AJ Styles, he gets the win at the hard five fifty with the phenomenal forearm. Bam. Hits him, gets away clean. Renee Young comes in the ring and interviews AJ Styles and his words, and I quote, I am the best WWE champion that WWE has ever seen. I am phenomenal. Mm. Five fucking flames. My God. Like, just this thing is what we diehard fans see in AEW, we see in New Japan Pro Wrestling, they see in certain times in Impact Wrestling. This is the type of match that you need to produce. And you have the two great in-ring performers in there gunning it out for the workhorse title. It couldn't get any better than that. It was strategical for AJ Styles. It was strategical for AJ Styles attacking the shoulder, attacking his kneecap. Same for Dean Bryan going after his back, attacking his hand and his legs. Systematic breakdown of what a real technical wrestling can be. I know Chris Benoit got to be smiling. Daniel, Br- I mean, Bret Hart got to be smiling. Mr. Perfect got to be smiling. Ricky Seymour got to be smiling. Those people who held the titles, oh, and Owen Hart especially, got to be smiling. I smiled during this fucking match. Wrestling fucking clinic. Now, two things came in about before I end. Number one, if it wasn't for the stupid-ass spoiler that Daniel Bryan's wife did earlier, three days ago, if that would never been posted, we would have seen Daniel Bryan become champion. Now, number two, AJ Styles, I know when it comes to the accolades, he was a world heavyweight champion before. He was a United States champion. So the two belts that he hasn't gotten yet, the universal belt and the intercontinental belt, now when you're on SmackDown, you got both those opportunities there. So as they brought him over for Raw to SmackDown, they gearing him up because obviously the OC's been disbanded. They left. They're gone. He's by himself again. He's still going to be there for another, I think, in three months now. It's been, I think he signed like a two-year deal. And then afterwards, I think he was going to be done and over with. But, um, so they're gearing up for his final run to get all his accolades in order. So when he goes, he's going to be in that Hall of Fame. No question. Professional Hall of Fame, he's definitely going to be in there too. No question. So kudos to the both of them guys. 
That's the only reason why the AJ Styles won. They're gearing him up, but more importantly, if it wasn't for that photo being leaked, Daniel Bryan would have been that, but I hope and pray we see a program with these two, and they keep going, give us some more matches. Oh, my God. I am oozing excitement for this. That's all I got to fucking say. That's all I got to fucking say. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to say that match, it went 40 minutes, four commercials. Uh, the only thing I got tired of hearing was uh, Michael Cole, Intercontinental Championship match. And I'm just like, God damn, shut the fuck up. We know what it is already, man. Go to commercial. But otherwise than that, that match was, that match is greater than anything WWE is going to put on tomorrow at 7 o'clock for Backlash. I can promise you, and I haven't seen Backlash yet, I can promise you that match is going to be greater than anything. The ratings for SmackDown went up completely because of Backlash. I mean, because of that match. Um, I thought Daniel Bryan was going to win because of that whole uh, uh, Brie Bella mode. That tweet that she put out that had a down Daniel Bryan plate. And maybe WWE was like, aha, got you, motherfucker. I thought, they, I, mean, I thought they really hit a swerve with that. But, I'm like, damn. You know, like, if you never would have posted that, yeah, I think he would have won. I was just like, but now, I guess because of that, they had to retake the ending and shit. So I was just like, oh shit. But otherwise than that, that match was a motherfucking damn. I enjoyed that match. That match was really good. Uh, two of the best doing what they had to do. A wrestling classic. Um, yeah, man. I, that was a 10. A good, good match. Man, oh man, that was one. Wait, hold on. That was sidebar. That was one. That was one of the matches. Right. I did not pick up my phone for shit. I was waiting for that commercial to end to come back back. Like, yo, what the fuck happened next? That was only the one time and during this thing. And I was, and I was, and I kind of actually will say this too. This was the match of the fucking week for WWE. This was the match of the fucking week for them. This was brought whatever stigma yeah. that was going on backstage until now. This was, was like, okay, I, I mean, after all, there's only one good thing that popped up this week, and that was this match. Daniel Bryan, kudos. That's twice you made me feel this way. All right. This is, this is what he calls, um, I'm giving this match a standard ovation. Uh, look, we all know we deal with the Intercontinental Championship for any wrestling fans. She said it. This is the work, work uh, workhorse title. The workers' man's championship. The workhorse title. The work. Yes, the workhorse title. It's just because everybody who has won this has at least won a, a championship, the heavyweight championship. From likes of The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Razor, Kurt, Razor Ramon. Um, this 
Oh man. Um, no, he Mr. never had perfect. Even though he has, they won the heavyweight. <laughs> to the Miz, to um, John, he should have won. To, um, Chris Jericho, Christian, Chris Jericho, Edge, Eddie Guerrero. Yes, Carly. Ben Carly was a one hundred title though. I mean, sorry, I'm thinking about the continent. My bad. Nah, but we were just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'll put it like this: if y'all already take a look at it, you put two at the best. And I'm sorry to say it: mm. if y'all could put this to a lava match, that would, that would, would be fucking wrestling orgasm. If y'all had this as a ladder match, can y'all? That would just been the best one, and I'll put this up there for a lot of match for the Dakota title: Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. That would be similar to that. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Despite saying Shawn Michaels and Razor. For the Incado Championship. WrestleMania 10 and SummerSlam 95. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that was a and that was a great one. But this right here, it took some cake. Like there was nobody, there was nothing. That I could literally say, or say about. There's only one thing I could, I would have wanted. And y'all put that at backlash or make that to the main event. Mm-hmm. Y'all put that match in backlash. I swear to y'all. Shit. Oh my god. Shit. Shit. This shit. That would have Shit. This should have been the nah, main I'm, event of me on SmackDown but, last night. But, that because that could have, because that could have that could have the exactly. second hour. I don't know what the fuck it is. And, and like I said, and, and like I said, like I sat there and said that should have been the main event of SmackDown, or you should put that match at Backlash. Because I swear to y'all, if y'all put that, if y'all put that match at Backlash, there will be nobody. And I repeat, nobody will be talking about Edge and Orton. Nobody will not be talking about Drew McIntyre and Lashley. Nobody will be talking about all the other matches that was that's being out there for backlash. Everybody will be talking about Dane Bryant and AJ Styles. Hands down. And from that moment, I can't say Nothing about it. Um, solid standing ovation. This is a great, great match, and I'd rather see this on paper. I'd rather see that on pay per view without the commercials. Because can you imagine to see what what they put down? What they would do if the person wasn't there. 
That's all I got to say on that. Straight up great match. Stand of ovation, dog. Now I want to see that every single time. Can y'all, WD, can y'all do that every, every time? If not, just let me see that or Dave Bryant versus Drew Gulak. Or Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles. Hell, put Zaro in that bitch. Afterwards, we get the recap of the Miz and Morrison and Strowman skits last week and how that whole went terribly wrong. Um, then comes to backstage, Ross Roman's promo to Miss Morrison. He's gonna send a clear message to them at backlash or whoop their ass. The oldest, he's not even in the move for his shenanigans tonight and warns heavy machinery don't think about trying. Cuts his commercial break. Comes back, from, comes back from the commercial break. We get the ring decorated in um, black, white, gold, blue, Sasha. And Sasha makes a baby's little title celebration. Sasha looking dope. Ass is sticking the fuck out. Mm. This, come across the commentary table to take the selfie right in front of Michael Cole. Ha 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 ha. And, what, and why he even deserved that. Then Bailey cuts a healer's promo on herself. It can be lonely being at the top, but she's not because she got Sasha with her now. Sasha expresses her gratitude to Bailey. Bailey's with the real poem to her. So Nikki Cross and Alyssa Bush interrupts to get to the radio and stops a little charade until we see your girl's crew, Iconics, appear on the Titans trying to deliver a message themselves to both teams and give a heads up. And the heads up was Alessa and Nikki both attacked Sasha and Bailey, throwing them out the ring. And we get the Iconics laughing at them through, I mean, from the Titantron. And Alessa was Nikki crossing in the ring, yelling at them to end that segment to get ready for that women's tag team titles match at Backlash. I don't know if y'all want to talk about this, so we should move forward. Uh, I just want to say, fucking and that fucking outfit, man. Damn. Damn. Like, yo, Whoa. girl, don't be doing that shit to me on God TV. <laughs> so, but otherwise, than that, I'm looking forward uh, to this tag team match, actually. Because anything with Sasha Banks and Bailey, you know, this is just a placeholder until. The run is over until we can get the feud that we all been dying to see. Um, so I'm looking forward to that match. It's probably the only match I'm looking forward to at Backlash, to be honest. Um, and my ladies, Iconics. Or the, I ain't got nothing to say about that. All right. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Uh. Um. All I did over there is about, I think about how to give um, Sasha, Sasha Plate, Sasha Banks the elephant trunk because god damn, shit god damn. I'm, I might have to marry this, I might have to fire her and try to marry her real quick. Mm-mm. You ain't going nowhere, god damn it. <laughs> but the whole tight thing, um, look, we all know we all know it's like you're gonna see all three of them together where you will you see Bailey and Sasha together celebrating. We all know that's not gonna really last because you know both of them on SmackDown, you're still gonna see a lesser bliss and Nikki Cross coming out. You're gonna see a comics pop out 
And uh, I'm not ready. To, I don't want to see that match at Backlash because it's, it's, it's more so of we already know that they don't Bailey and Sasha go remain the titles. Even when this whole Corona thing is over, they they have to wait for a while. Well, we end up seeing Sasha versus Bailey, and if I really want to see that, I'd rather see that at WrestleMania. Yeah, we can't wait until next year, man. I'm sorry. But here's the thing: while they have the tag team titles, there can't be a break at all. Once they lose the tag team titles, then that's when you start bringing more and more of the cracks. If the if they have it, then yes, I agree. Start start the cracks. Show show that turn. By the time that turn hits, Corona should be over. This pandemic should be over. But now they have those the tag team titles. It's gonna be a while until that even take place. So by that time that even should take place, it should be at WrestleMania. And, and since the last WrestleMania is gonna be at Hollywood, why not have a Hollywood theme? Bailey versus Sasha. It could be the heel Bailey versus the face Sasha, which we have never seen. Because we most likely seen the heel Sasha in the face of Bailey, but never the other way around. So, so it's like you're, it's like we're getting another Champa and Johnny Gargano. They're the female version. They're the the female DIY. That's where I see it. I, I see it like that. They, they, they are the female DIY. And it's good to, it's good to know that Sasha Banks. God damn. Yeah, that shit was looking real motherfucking nice last night. Oh. That was, that was a thing of oh. beauty. As best. Anyway, we're gonna cut to it. Custom backstage oh. we get Caleb Braxton interviews your boys, Ooh. Miss and Morris. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, ho ho. As they try to debut their music video to the goddamn thing. Till it gets cut off. Till it gets cut off, interrupted. And cut back to the reading was brought from his music visual in the smoke. You know, in the smoke. I thought that was part of the music video until so I was like, oh shit. That's just like, okay, y'all wait, what feel with this? But nope. <laughs> y'all got cut off. Damn. Lead up to the third and final match. There's only three matches on this card tonight. Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman, Otis Tucker, Heavy Machinery versus Miz and Morrison. And um Dolph Ziggler. During the commercial break, hey hey, um, ho, ho. during the commercial break, we get the Matt Riddle hype promo. He'll be debuting next week. 
during the midst of the match, we get uh, cuts to the backstage uh, on the tiny tron. King Corey then approaches Mandy Rose above the uh, last week shenanigans with Otis, take, Otis taking his crown and such like that. Oh, he's trying to play. Oh, it was just a joke. It's not even funny. Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, we see him trying to spit his little game, trying to manipulate her. Then Otis just runs his man down like a mat truck and just whoops his ass. <laughs> Comes in, come in commercial break and right after that. Damn. Somehow, some way he like late uh, somehow some way afterwards he um he comes back out um to make the team and, and he gets the hot tag and he whoops everyone's ass. But Braun Strowman technically whoops everyone's ass from before, throwing your boys up to the fucking um barricade in a plexiglass. Rose Ziggler in after he squashes him, and he gets the W by hitting the caterpillar on Dolph Ziggler. This was eight minutes. Um, yeah, I give it a two point five. Mandy Rose comes out to join the boys to congratulate them and celebrate and celebrate their victory at the end of the show, and that was the end of it. So yeah, um, overall for the show. Was a three point five. I only put the three point five because three of those stars was worth it for the Intercontinental Championship match. That made this far. That made this fucking show, basically. <laughs> Other than that, the point star was only maybe because of a couple of things. That was really it. I mean, yeah, the couple of things were actually um, the New Day and the Black and the Black Lives Matter movement. So yes, but. As far as this, I have a little I have a conspiracy theory that just might happen here with Otis. Much as I hate to say it, King Corbin is somehow going to be intertwined to his storyline. Going to go after Mini Rose behind the scenes, try to get and try to kidnap her hostage. And somehow he's going to be forcing Otis's hand to face a one on one. And if he wins, he's going to take the um the money in the bank briefcase. And somehow, some way he. Hey, and somehow, some way, he's gonna oh, do it. Not another. And they're gonna take it off him, and they're gonna screw him over. <laughs> because why in the hell since oh. last week, when this all started, why would they even try to incorporate that? I thought it was just like a one-off. Then expand to this week. So now, my like, you're creating a storyline for Corbin to intertwine with his, because you don't know what to do with Otis when it comes to when it comes to the money in the bank briefcase. So they're trying to so they're trying to clean up their fuck up right now. As, as much as I hate to say oh. it. As much as I hate to say it, because if you look down the line, when they're going to try to gear up for um Bray Wyatt to come back in the fiend, we I mean we're gonna do then. You're easily gonna feed Otis to him and you know, and all back you it's it's gonna waste uh, it's gonna waste a briefcase. Or when Roman Reigns eventually comes back and Barry Corbin ends up getting the briefcase. And somehow, so they're going to intertwine with their history storyline. For the King of the Ring, for King Corbin, King Corbin hasn't been doing shit. So, what are they really doing with this heel? And he's supposed to be one of your top heels on, uh, on that brand. He's barely being utilized himself. Now, you want to squeeze him into something. That's my conspiracy theory right now. I'm going to call how the fuck I see it with that one. So, Paul, this he's gonna get fucked over. Braun Strowman is gonna be eventually dropping the title to Bray when that eventually happens for SummerSlam. And if Roman Reigns somehow come back, they're gonna try to intertwine the four of them back in to the main title hunt. And always was, he'll be right back to where the fuck he was. 
So which means for money in the bank, what the fuck was all that shit for? If we not trying to build new fucking stars. WWE, here we go all over the fuck again. And now you have Bruce Pitcher covering both shows now. Huh. I rather I mean shit. I, shit, I liked it when Paul Heyman was executive, I mean, was executive director for Raw because at least we see some new faces that he's slowly trying to build up. And Vince McMahon is not the one for waiting. He wants something right here, right the fuck now. That's the sad part about this. So I do hope and pray. And this will be the end of my tirade. That Paul Heyman just walks away when his contract expires, or somehow he talks to him about getting an early release. Let him go. As long as they don't try to string him in that he can't go to another competition, and try to get out of that to be able to go somewhere the fuck else. If he goes to AEW, imagine the possibility and the creative juices that they're going to be having now. Oh, oh Lord is right. And that's access to Lesnar if he oh, I mean, if you choose. But I should but I would but I would not do that God. if I was Paul. I would just specifically go there no, as a backstage no. agent or a backstage producer, work with Cody and them, no. and just give him advice no. and help work with young fucking talent as his specialist is, as his specialty is. Go ahead, real quick. Wait. Wait. Wait, wait. Make a solid note. But do you not know? If, I like I like that. But you've got another Russell that Paul Heyman is licked up to. That can help out if he joins AEW. That Maybe. also he might lean towards that. CM Punk. Because if I get Paul Heyman is also CM Punk's agent. And and that for the longest, how many times we have heard Paul Heyman keep talking about CM Punk, try to put the seeds for CM Punk every moment. And if he goes to that company, that might give AEW leverage. Well, can you make this quick? Show. Because well, can you oh. make this more quicker? I know Karu oh, got someone to be at one thirty, and so do I. So we can make it to a better star. But at the end of my fucking tirade, that's my conspiracy theory. Um, poor Otis, they're going to try to screw him over. That's what I got. That's what I got. Fucking say, Karu go. So make it quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just curious to know what they're going to be doing when. Um, when the when the big two come back, Bray Wyatt, I know he had his baby, and Roman Reigns. When this is over, I know the Miz and Morrison is just a stop for Bray Wyatt, so I don't see him losing the title. Um, come Sunday, um, I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with the briefcase for Otis. But I have the strange feeling that it might involve Tucker costing him the briefcase. I could see something like that happening. Um, but overall, that shouldn't be the match of Cold Out SmackDown. That was so stupid. But whatever. That's WWE booking to you. I'm giving this. I'm giving this two shits and a toasty flush. Why? 
you all pace you study. Is why should we have a six man tag? It's great to see Tucker back. Why Otis had to go back, beat the brakes off of Corbin? So now you bring Corbin in the mix for what? I have a weird prediction. And it is not dealing with Braun Strowman. It's dealing with New Day. Remember how we all remember how we was all talking about the money in the bank briefcase? I have a prediction that Otis is gonna use that briefcase now that Tucker is back and try to win that tag team title. And bring a real uniqueness to the money in the bank briefcase. That's my opinion on it. They're gonna probably use that money in the bank briefcase and try to utilize the tag team division. And for and for Ms. Morrison, stop. Stop, dog. Cause y'all y'all should y'all should break up and Morrison, y'all you should do what you was doing in Impact and Lucha Underground, becoming the main star that you that we all know you really are. That person that was going after heavyweight titles. Miz, you should go out to the Intercontinental. To have to see I'd rather see Miz and that and that intercontinental title picture with AJ Styles, hell, put Cesaro, Sinsuke in that mug. And that would be a legit match that everybody would be talking about for a minute. Um, Strowman, yes, you're going to lose a title to The Fiend. And when Strowman, I mean, when Roman comes back, it'll be <clears throat> Roman versus The Fiend, and The Fiend turns Roman heel for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, since The Shield. And um, Corbin, you're, even though you're supposed to be the heel of, the, of SmackDown, but out of all out of all the heels, you're a heel that never been really utilized. And I feel sorry for you. You should go to Impact Wrestling. <coughs> At least you'll be better worked as a heel than what you really worked yeah, as I was on the whole damn show. Like I said, I'll give it 3.5 because that. maybe three stars was only worth the IC title match. And the point five was only for the black I mean what the Black Lives Matter, Kofi Kingston, and Big E. Um, would you guys give it real quick? Carew? Oh. I'll give that, because of the match with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, I'll give that a four. Um, that match should have closed out the store, but close out the, close out the show. 
But yeah. I still need to watch that match. Give the whole show. That match, I give it a four point four stars. Mm. I'm gonna give this. I'll give this one a three. Just that's and, and I'm saying that just because yep. it's AJ and um Daniel Bryan. Yep. And, and as far as the fancy that had to be looking all game goes, we know the rules. I know the rules. For me, the IC title should have been the main event. That should have closed out the whole damn show. Period. Or that match should have been on the pay per view on Sunday. Bottom line. That's all I gotta say about that. Peru. Peru. Uh, just make that the main event. <laughs> Dukes. That, that's the only thing I can think about in my head right now. I'm I'm with y'all. Um, Dale Bryan and AJ should be the main event. Um, now I'm saying, think about it. They should not be on um the backlash hmm. because that'll just take away every match that they had. And no one will even talk about those type of matches. Everybody would still talk about the Dale Bryan and AJ, and that'll just feel sorry for. Everybody who's on that card. That's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the supporters for supporting us throughout everything that we've been doing. Please follow us everywhere. As I said earlier in the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Off the Top Rope Podcast, all in one. You can find us, find our episodes here on Acre, and you can also follow us on Google Play, I mean, on Google Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts. Radio Public Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud as well. Please, please like, share, bookmark, and play our stuff. And you can also reach out to us at offthetopropodcast.gmail.com. And shout out to our favorite um, Wise One for his upcoming podcast um, in the building coming up soon here on Anchor. We're going to be his first of the guests. And what I got to say about that. Do y'all plug in so we can get the hell out of here? I'm gonna say everybody have a wonderful weekend. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid I wouldn't do. Uh, tell your loved ones you love them. <laughs> what would you like, do? Like, share, subscribe <laughs> uh, to the podcast. Thank you to the listeners. Damn. <laughs> have more kids. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, one, I'm the opposite of what Carus has said. Um, thank you, all the hoes out there. We smokers, parties, because let's all act stupid. Let's get wild. Because at the end of the day, you got look. We all can live once. Might as well live the best. Might as well live it to the best of the opportunity. Before you'll be sitting there wondering, like, damn, what else? Like, I haven't really done anything. In your lifetime, so enjoy the life that you have now. While I'll act cool, I'm, I'm all you need to on see that. After this, um, I, might, I might be out here street. Yeah, you know. folks, you heard it here. Um, please <laughs> keep yeah. fight the power, be safe out there, COVID 19 wise. And um, as one but as one believe, oh, and you all, and our next episode will be Monday. 
But we 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 we, we, we will actually be covering tomorrow's pay-per-view WWE backlash. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Um, as one beloved TV also host, what's told me, what's told you, what's told million people around the world back then, when the black boxes were popping, and now he's a judge. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>